Hello everyone and welcome to the Power of Music Thinking. My name is Christoph Zürn and this is the podcast for people with a musical heart and a wicked job. We're looking for stories, insights and tools from the big world of music to inspire leaders and followers to listen, tune, play and perform in whatever field you're operating. Welcome. Welcome to a new episode of The Power of Music Thinking. If you have listened to the last episode, the one with performing in Japan, this was a rather long interview, conversation, talk, anything else about Japan and all the sounds of Japan and yeah, what you can expect when you go there from, let's say, from the perspective of your ears. So this was really, really nice and I uh, really appreciated all the details um, and all the insights that, um, yeah, that, that, that we could talk about. Um, but today is different. Today is a special episode and we also have, let's say, guests, but in a different way. So to get into it, um, let's, let's look back over the last hundred years The way we listen to music has changed a lot. Or better, the possibilities to listen to music. Where a hundred years ago, music was played either in a concert or at home. Around the mid of the last century, radio was introduced as a mass medium and vinyl records and cassettes then became the standard until, let's say, in the 90s. Then the CD took, took its flight and reached its pinnacle after the millennium. So the digitalization then really, really came off and brought us illegal and legal download until the streaming revolution took over and now nearly everybody has streaming in some or other way. So um, if you're a music lover and also a lover of different media, then you might have many playlists on Spotify, Apple, or any other streaming service. Maybe a cupboard full of CDs, or maybe two. And, or a great vinyl collection that might have grown over the years. Or maybe you're just beginning to, 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 to start with, um, with the vinyl. And because every trend has a counter trend, the last years saw a great revival of yeah, the vinyl records. And the urge not to just have the right to listen, like in streaming, but also to own a product you love. But it's not only a matter of taste or the availability of suitable medium. There's also a sustainability issue here. The energy costs of listening to music can depend on the format we choose. But surprisingly, streaming is the most power-hungry of them all. And because when vinyl or CD is purchased, it can be played over and over again. The only carbon costs coming from the running of the record. Okay, and maybe if you really played your vinyl record, let's say nearly gray, then you might buy a new one, but this will take really 
quite some time. Um, but talking about the, the, the carbon costs, for example, a CD player uses around 35 kilowatt hours a year. And compared to this, if you listen to our streaming music using a hi-fi sound system, it's estimated to use around 110 kilowatt hours of electricity a year. So meaning it is nearly three times more energy consumption. That's because the electronic files we download are stored on an active, cooled server. The information is then retrieved and transmitted across the network to a router, which is transferred by Wi-Fi to our electronic devices. And this happens every time we stream a track, which costs energy. So, which is the greener option? It depends on many things, including how many times you listen to your music. If you only listen to one track a couple of times, then streaming is the better option. If you listen repeatedly, a physical copy is best. So streaming an album over the internet more than 27 times will likely use more energy than it takes to produce and manufacture, for example, a CD. So that's the interesting part to, 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 that we can compare. So we can't say this is greener than the other one, but let's dive a little bit more into, into this. So if you want to reduce your impact on the environment, then vintage vinyl could be a great physical option because they are already produced. It seems that whatever the format, owning copies of your favorite and most treasured music and playing them over and over again might just be the best option for our environment. But what to do with new music? Vinyl is having a huge resurgence and in this day and age it seems sensible to ask ourselves how we can consume music more sustainably. And vinyl is the booming media and totally recovered, especially by younger folks that love the focus and dedication of really close listening to music. And to have an album with lyrics and a great album art, it makes it a multi-sensory experience. But we also live in the 21st century and we are all aware that we only have one planet. So what has this to do with buying vinyl? Now, well, quite a lot. Did you know that a lot of energy is lost during the vinyl manufacturing process? Traditionally, vinyl records are produced with a press that works on steam, a time-consuming process that also costs a lot of energy and waste. In addition, the material of which the vinyl records are made contains a, a number of ingredients which are harmful First of all, humans as the environment, especially during the recycling process, or if you just throw it away. So, to change this, there are some people that invented something new. So Two weeks ago, I traveled to the south of the Netherlands to Green Vinyl Records, actually a group of eight Dutch companies that together developed an environmentally friendly alternative production process for vinyl records. And they are revolutionizing the vinyl record business because they are doing it totally different and very much sustainable. I had the pleasure to speak with Harm Tönissen, the CEO and mastermind behind this process, and Peter van Etro, the retired engineer and avid audiophile expert. 
We spoke directly at the production, with a lot of noise in the background. But hey, it's not just the background. These are the sounds of labor, the sounds of creation, the sounds of creating a sound, sustainable product. Okay, here's the story. I asked Tern to walk me through the production and we did a full round from the material, the color options, the heating up of the boiler, to the injection process, the actually pressing and cooling. We are, produ we are producing here records, which you can play. It's not made of vinyl, PVC. It's made of a, a, a normal plastic. It's PET. And this is more durable and more recyclable. So because this plastic is taking moisture, we're baking out the moisture, so to be sure we get later uh, in our process, in our reaction molding process, the perfect uh, uh, record. You saw that the material was white, but because of the chemical process with the warm, the, the heat, it's going to be a, a transparent uh, uh, record. We don't use uh, uh, carbon fibers, because of carbon fibers have the uh, cluster can come together. And in, in that one, you hear a tick in your record, you don't want that. So we use ink as a, as a coloring. So the last voice you just heard was Peter and the engineer. And he, at that moment, he showed me two transparent records. One was pressed traditionally, and the other one was injection molded, the way how they do this, and, and both were transparent. And then he put it under a looking glass, and you could see that the traditional one really had some kind of, yeah, let's say, unclear moments, unclear yeah, play, places, and uh, the, the one they produced was really clear, crystal clear. So that was, was interesting. So, and, um, so the base is transparent, but they also have color. Some kind of colors. You look like uh, your old uh, pencil book from school when you were young. Yellow, red, green, blue, all those standard colors. And we add them. So we can have them opaque or we can have them transparent. So we have different kinds of, uh, of uh, colors of records. Okay, and how does the injection work? Inside the machine, you will see we have a negative. And the negative that is mountains. So what we're doing, the plastic that we, 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 we bake, we heat it up, we inject it against the mountains, and you get a groove back. And this is what you play at home. So where's the injection done? The injection is done here inside this mold. The plastic will come from that side, it will inject in 2.75 seconds, then it will cool down, and we have a cycle time of less than 20 seconds. Nobody in the world beats it in this. Okay, so the whole thing is one big machine. There's one robot picking out the, the fresh baked uh, records. And that's it. The record is injected. It's cooled down, taken out by the robot. And we're putting it to a cooling station. Why we do that? Because we want to take the heat out so the, the disc won't warp or, or flip. You see this machine runs and runs and runs. You don't need to do anything. Okay, but what about the environment? Let's, let me put it uh, together. A normal traditional vinyl record will consume around 2.85 kilowatt hours in the production process.
This info comes from a magazine called The Ecologist, and I put the link into the show notes. Compared to this, the new injection green records consume a tenth of this, of about 0.22 kilowatt-hertz. Wow! And this is just the production process. So if you would also use 100% green energy for production and delivery, this will be a very environmentally friendly way to listen to your favorite artists. And because it's a fully automated process, everything is measured. Turn explains the difference between the black traditional data and the green data running at the moment. The uh, kilowatt hours, real time. So the black one is a given fact that we got from a magazine, the ecologist, what uh, standard uh, pressing uh, one record will take, how many kilowatt hours, and hours, the green one, and you will see the green values move because the machine goes up and down, heats and everything, and the cooling goes on and off. But you, this is real time, so we, because we're not using a boiler, no natural gas, we have a reduction for more than 90% energy with this production process. And this is real time measured, we really have a kilowatt hour and it measures the pulses, it's controlled by the computer, we make the mat from the whole machine and we put it, and we, and we put it on the screen. So this is not a lie, we, we don't finger point, we measure everything. You will see later on with the music sound quality. Measuring is knowing, eh? Meten is weten. Dutch. <laughs> okay, we are originally from CD, DVD business. My customers had CD, DVD plans. They start asking me for, Harm, you got vinyl machines? I'm like, vinyl machines? I heard one, two, three, and there was a big amount of request. And then we looked at the logistics around the vinyl factory. And we are from the CD factory, and we are saying like, Hey man, we're going back 40, 50 years ago. And why don't we make it different with the CD uh, infrastructure, CD DVD infrastructure in the company, in this machine? And that's, that's what this came out. And you see, it goes. This is like a CD, a CD machine, this is exactly the same. Only this is more difficult. Different material, deeper grooves, more colors, and you have the mechanical touch. And with the CD, it's matte. This is also matte, but still with a mechanical touch of the stylus to the record. So that's, that's the difference in uh, the CD. Okay, and how does it sound? So you see here on the, uh, on the monitor, that's what the sound quality is like. Yeah. And in this, I also always can pull them apart so I know exactly what the sound is. Here you see a silent, and the silent will go up. Here you see the the like the oscilloscope uh, movement, and is if this is recorded, I can put the oscilloscope on it, and I know exactly how the frequency is, and also the 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 sound level, the silence, and everything like that. Normally, the uh, press LP is uh, uh, produced on about 13.2 kilohertz we produce 15 kilohertz easy without any problem we do and also the uh, not only the but also the silence in the air normal pressed LP has a silence level of minus 61 minus 63 dB and we come easily to go to uh, minus 70 dB without any problem okay this is what I call a sound business 
This process, based on the injection molding principle, instead of pressing, is a new take on producing vinyl records. And the replacement of PVC plastics with environmentally friendly PET plastics is a revolution in production and not to forget in, redu in the reduced environmental impact of about more than 90%. All that while maintaining the familiar vinyl feel that is key to the vinyl audio lover. Wow. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate this because listening is one of the top leadership skills and I feel honored about this. It is my mission to find, create and share inspirations for meaningful collaboration based on music analogies. If you want to support this, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating or write a review on iTunes or Spotify. And more inspirations can be found on musicthinking.com. We have a blog and you can download the Music Thinking Framework. And finally, I would love to hear your feedback. And if you need help with a business challenge, please reach out to me via email podcast at musicthinking.com.